Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm honored and privileged to welcome a very, very senior and respected professor from the world of academia, Professor T.V. Rao. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ashutosh, for providing me this opportunity to share some thoughts. Thank you, sir. Wonderful. It's a great job you're doing. Thank you, sir. Professor Rao is the chairman of TVRLS and the former professor of the Indian Institute of Management, Ahmedabad. He has been credited to have conceptualized and initiated the concept of human resources development. He has authored and co-authored over 60 books. And after such an amazing career, it's understandable that Professor Rao has been recognized, felicitated, and awarded several times. So, sir, before we talk human resources, I'd love to get a little bit of background in brief about your own journey. Uh, well, thanks, uh, Ashutosh. I actually started as a mathematics, physics, uh, chemistry student uh, for Loyola College, Vijayawada. Okay. So, after I had done my BSc, uh, the principal uh, of uh, Loyola College offered me a job as a demonstrator in chemistry. Uh, but immediately, I mean, I was too willing to do that. And he himself wrote a letter saying there is a college called Regional College of Education started with Ohio State University collaboration mm -hmm. in CRT in Mysore. So I went there to do my BA, Bachelor's of Education, right. to the College in Science. And that is, I think, the turning part of my life from science to education to uh, psychology, a professor, they guided me that I'll be wasting my life if I do chemistry. <laughs> so he said I should, I seem to have a special aptitude in psychology, suggested right. me to go to Osmania and write a letter. Osmania went out of way and admitted me, uh, for which I think I paid back by creating a new record there. Mm. Those years. Amazing. Then I think, then I think after my master's in psychology, joined Andhra the National Minister of Health Administration mm. as the Assistant Professor of Education and Training. And uh, then for a short stint at Udaipur University, started a Department of Applied mm. Psychology. Mm. Joined IIM Ahmedabad in 73. Okay. So 73 to 94, uh, I was there. And that wow. is when we conceptualized the, the human resource development uh, mm. function. Now I call it a philosophy. Mm. Along with Dr. Uday Parikh, he was my senior yeah. colleague at IIM. Mm. Mm. And I had the good fortune to work with uh, Ravi Mathai, yeah. who was the first full-time director of uh, uh, IIM Ahmedabad. I think these are the people who seem to made a lot of uh, impact on me. And this is briefly my career. Once I joined IIM, there's a lot written about me. I don't need Absolutely. To I mean, there's, there's so <laughs> much, you know, if you search your name, on Google, it gets so many different things. You don't know where to start reading about you. There's so much about you. So then, sir, what got you interested in human resources? Well, actually, it's an outcome of a consulting project which Uday Parik and I did for LNT when they mm -hmm. wanted us to examine their performance appraisal system. And we interviewed a large number of uh, employees, particularly the managers there, uh, who have given us, uh, I think, the most important question they raised was, do you see how much time we spend for the organization, LNT? Mm. And some of them counted. It's almost 70% of our waking life. Mm. If we spend 70% of our waking life, what is this organization doing to make us 
enjoy the work we do. Hmm. And then mentioned, I think the performance appraisal was handled by personal department. And we didn't think that the personal department was ready to uh, make sure that people enjoy their work. Hmm. That's when we created a new uh, new system called as Human Resource Development System. In fact, we wrote the first consulting report, hmm. integrated HRD at LNT, hmm. focusing on making people enjoy their work. Performance is meant to enjoy well said. Which means it builds commitment, it builds culture, it also builds competence. So these were the three things that formed the fascinating. Basic. So that is oh, started. That is absolutely yeah. fascinating. In fact, as you were talking, I was thinking that you know when 1979 when I joined ITC, there used to be a personnel manager and there used to be an industrial relations manager. Yeah. And the primary understanding of me, and I was started in finance, was personnel manager's job was to manage per payroll. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get your perspective, sir. When did, yeah, obviously with a lot of your inputs, when did the HR department evolve to become a key part of the C-suite uh, as a CHRO? Well, actually, to begin with, as it may be a strange incident now, I think in our recommendation, we said that if HRD has to uh, make an impact, it has to be uh, given the top level position. Mm. Uh, at the time, our recommendation was that it should be a part of the board. Mm. But that time, I think if you are a senior vice president, vice president, you are a part of the board. Mm. But conceptually, you know, HRD, if it has to, at the time, stand on its own, mm. it needs very much to work with the personnel who deal with the recruitment, who deal with a whole lot of other kind of things. Right. So we conceptualize HRD as a integrated part of uh, personnel, mm -hmm. but renamed personnel as human resource function. Mm -hmm. So to be to be fair, I think it was the first time in LNT we uh, recommended that uh, this should be at the highest level. It took mm -hmm. some time for LNT. SR Subramaniam, uh, who was uh, who later became president of uh, Larson and Tobro, mm -hmm. was uh, the head of personnel and body, vice president personnel, board mm -hmm. level kind of a position in those days. Mm -hmm. Then the next, I think, after that, Bharat Earth Movers is one, mm -hmm. which didn't take HR as a director, but uh, I think it, it uh, almost made number two by getting the director personal, uh, GM, chief general manager personal to report to the director and so on. Mm -hmm. So by, I would say by about 80s, the thinking started. KK Noria of Crompton Greaves is one who mm -hmm. made a lot of difference. He was from marketing and then he gave highest respect. So there was this kind of a struggle that was going on. Hmm. But I would say by about uh, late 80s, by about 87, 88, 89, hmm. many organizations started uh, giving them the, right. uh, the position. Correct. And we have had good fortune of uh, some people like uh, Mr. MRR Nair, hmm. who was director uh, personal or director HR, later became the chairman of MMD of sale. Hmm. He did a marvelous job. And people like Anil Sachdev, who was in personnel later, I think, uh, set up the Aisha consultancy. A friend of mine, yes. Did a lot of interesting work. Mm. So I think it is the late 80s, the seats have begun to mm. grow. I don't want to say even today, everyone accepts this, but I think we have come a long way, mm. long way to help organization. I, I personally believe that you can't do anything without people. Mm. And well that said. is why you need to have people who can pay attention to well people's issues.
And what would you say, sir, are the key elements of an effective human resource management strategy in the current global context? I think number one, num number one is uh, focus on people mm. and recognizing the importance of people in making anything happen. Hmm. I think about 10, 12 years ago, even people, and, uh, experts like Dave Ulrich from University of Michigan and others hmm. said that uh, HR is a strategic business partner. Hmm. Whereas my view is that uh, there is no business without HR. You, right. you don't even talk of it as a strategic partner. Hmm. I mean, to me, people and business are two sides of the same coin. Uh, all business, any business, including what you do and you write books, when you teach, when education institutions, hospitals, mm. or even those who produce liquor and cigarettes, they are meant to make people happy. Correct. People, Saru people is the model of all mm. these organizations. Yes. Now, if you have happy and enjoyable people who are committed to purpose, mm. business will automatically happen. Mm. So unfortunately, what happens is in our country, means become ends. Mm. You start a HR department or HR function Hmm. to achieve certain goals and you tell them that you are in charge of TQM, you are in charge of uh, performance appraisal. Hmm. So they become ends in themselves and target orientation takes over and people hmm. get forgotten. This is the biggest thing that we, we find. Right. But I think the, the important point is that uh, you can't do any business without HR and hmm. Number one, therefore, is you must recognize the importance of your employees. Mm -hmm. And employees are not the only HR. In fact, I think post-pandemic, uh, I'm saying that all stakeholders, employees are number one. Mm -hmm. Leaders are number two. Of course, sometimes you may put sequence differently. Leaders are more important. Mm -hmm. But leaders also exist for people and so on. Then the customers. I mean, you, you can do never HR. Do no good HR can happen without customers. Right. Correct. Then the investors, um, mm. because investors are putting money, mm. then comes the government. So all, nothing but people. Mm. So I think you need to be, any business has got to be people focused. Maybe mm. a change sequence once in a while, sometime when you don't have enough customers, then you uh, focus on building customer base. Then employees, I think you need to be, and you have to have good leaders. Mm -hmm. I, and then the board, other people come into picture. Mm -hmm. So it is it is all these, not just one, but all these things put together. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, HR, when you take the role of a department or a function, mm -hmm. you only look at employees and then start uh, doing collective bargaining negotiations. Correct. 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 This mindset has to... Change, change. Mm. has changed post pandemic, but not anywhere near what I wish to see. Mm. Mm. Well said, sir. Yeah, and uh, you know there is also a lot of work going on using technology. And I was speaking to some people where they've started using artificial intelligence to shape the future of human resources. Uh, so I wanted to get your perspective on how is technology going to change human resources. Yeah, I think if it is first of all the we, we need to recognize the phenomenal scope technology has. Mm. For example, from the time an employee joins your company mm. till the time any kind of separation occurs, whatever mm. uh, may happen. Correct. The every individual generates a hell of a lot of uh, information about himself or herself. Mm. A lot of information is generated. If this information can be captured and uh, uh, and captured and 
contained in the i think this information can tell you a hell of a lot for mm -hmm. promotion decisions for even understanding like nowadays we conduct climate surveys i think you don't need to conduct ai can be used to find out the temperature the emotional mm -hmm. psychological climate of a company mm -hmm. every day when you are monitoring customer uh, choices in the marketing and how many products are sold why right. can't you monitor what is the level of activity of a person Correct. so for me ai use is in terms of uh, predicting and the very purpose for which hr started mm. constantly monitoring how happy are people what is the way they are contributing mm. you can diagnose you can see today you can't have a uniform hr policy because different people want different things correct ai can help you to capture this mm. but we have a long way to go ashutosh for ai to uh, do this uh, what we call as hr analytics and things of that kind mm. i think ai people who are uh, making uh, the technology happen i'm not very sure if they're focusing on this they're focusing on many other kind of things mm. i think the applications of phenomena you can right. predict your environmental changes you can predict employee attrition you can also predict any point of time uh, if an employee leaves the organization if you have good ai the press of a button the computer should be able to throw out from its own memory a mm. uh, whole lot of uh, these are the possibilities if you recruit this person this is likely to happen if you mm. recruit this person this is how you need to train mm. everything in hr can be managed mm. if uh, we can come up with that so very very interesting phenomenon very interesting response. And uh, therefore, a follow-up question for you, sir, is that how can organizations create a culture of continuous learning and development? And what role does HR play in fostering this culture? This is a million-dollar question. <laughs> I am I'm all the time asking myself that how does this happen? I'm afraid I uh, have some thoughts, but uh, no definite kind of answers. Hmm. First, I think it is very important. The world is changing mm. because now it has become learner-centric world. Mm. Everyone has to become his own or her own learner. Mm. Not on, don't depend anymore on sponsored training programs. We have seen many organizations have changed their HR policies to say that we are willing to give you time off, you make, you decide, you our NIT companies, the certificate is required. Mm. If you have to uh, lift you up in terms of your position, etc., so I think it is, it is now learner-centric world. Mm. To make everyone learn a learner, I think organizations should, which means I think the HR people becomes, they become the, the main agents of creating this kind of a climate, mm. uh, should start valuing learning and should become flexible. Mm. It's not necessary ideas in, in relation to a particular function should come from those who are in that function. It can come from anywhere. Mm. Like a HR guy can suggest uh, how your logistics department can be managed better. Right. That is possible if the HR guy is able to read, mm. listen to uh, things and start having a broader kind of orientation. Mm. So HR's job is going to be to treat every human being as a, uh, as a person with phenomenal potential, not put them into uh, blocks of saying that you belong to finance department, you have nothing to do with marketing or tell the marketing you have nothing to do. Sorry, those days are gone. Correct. I think anyone in any function can contribute anything. Mm. In fact, HR job is make everyone business driven mm. rather than only the function driven. Mm. 
Correct. So this, I think, to inculcate as a philosophy. I have been saying that uh, gone are the days. When we started HRD, we started it as a system. Then it became a, a function. Uh, and then, unfortunately, got reduced to department. Later, it got widened to include a whole lot of things. Today, I'm saying HR is the job of every employee. Mm -hmm. Every person is his or her own HR manager. Mm -hmm. Then people ask me, then what do I do as a HR professional? Mm -hmm. Say your work is now phenomenal. Your job is to make everyone recognize that they own their own development. Correct. So that means your entire uh, canvas has changed. Mm. You look after health, you look after education, you look after family. You can't anymore say, I don't know what happens to your family. You, I think pandemic has demonstrated this. If Correct. you can't take care of the communities where people are living, mm. you may not get the employee to attend the office. Or you can't even work from home. She can't mm. even work from home. Mm. You can't say that I have nothing to do with your mother-in-law, father-in-law, son. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Today, I think there are many WhatsApp videos that came up where the person is working from home and the mother comes from behind and tells the boss, please, for heaven's sake, give some rest to my uh, son. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> then that one, no, 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 ma'am. I think we're doing something serious. And then mm. behind the other person's back, his mother also comes and says mm. that, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. it's a world. Life has become continuous. Correct. So this is the job of HR, and I think HR people are still stuck with. Some of them are still stuck with mundane things. Mm. So I think uh, most important thing HR has to be recognized as a philosophy, mm. and not not limit yourself to one way of doing things. I think this is a sea change that is required. Mm. But I think we have a long way to go, and Absolutely. that is where AI can be a great. great I agree. Thing. I yeah. agree. My next question to you, sir, is on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. And very, very important topic that is being discussed all over the world now. Yes. And I was talking to some CEOs and say, oh, I've told my CHRO to ensure that we have enough board members yeah. uh, or enough people. I wanted to get your perspective on the role the HR or CHRO has to play in fostering diversity, equity, inclusion in the workplace. Yeah, well, number one, I think for us, diversity is still in the minds of some of the HR guys, mm. limited to uh, gender diversity, mm. uh, socioeconomic background diversity, linguistic di diversity, and maybe at best some geographic uh, diversity and so on. Right. I think uh, certainly, I think these are uh, good things to begin with. Mm. I think diversity uh, could mean a whole lot of other kind of things. I mean, they can't be a better example than mm. India where... I think people coming from different uh, regions, different cultures, different uh, languages and so on, uh, could have socioeconomic backgrounds, could have very much of a diverse kind of a thinking. So it's not right to assume that somebody who is educated in a mother tongue, mm. coming from a rural area, does not mm. have ideas. Correct. So I think it doesn't mean that therefore you keep on filling people with uh, diverse, I mean, backgrounds, but it's important to recognize this and say that uh, any good ideas can come from anywhere and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So first, I think it is time HR people uh, revisit their concept of diversity and expand it. And of course, business is not in the business of picking up anyone. Diversity is not for its own sake because diversity has certain kind of advantages. Mm -hmm. So in your business context, what does diversity mean? Mm -hmm. In a banking context, what does it mean? In a Health context, what does it mean? Hmm. I think the moment you contextualize it and then expand, broaden your definition of uh, diversity, 
and inclusion i think dia and i go together mm. i think you are already you, you probably would have won half the battle mm. because i believe nowadays uh, talent and innovative ideas come from totally unexpected kind of corners right. Right. only thing they need to be stimulated so hr has to provide that sort of stimulation so mm. i think they are doing some of them are doing very well some of the companies are known for i think employing for example people with differential abilities and so on i think they come up with phenomenal uh, novel kind of ideas in this mm. company mm. i think we are we are on the right direction but yeah. maybe i think more intense more broader Correct. Correct. i agree i agree and my next question sir is on you know post the pandemic this hybrid work has now almost become acceptable yes i wanted to get your perspectives on how can hr professionals navigate the complexities of remote work and ensure that remote employees get remain engaged motivated and productive especially because that whole thing of management by walking around you know uh, water cooler conversations have almost disappeared now yeah well number one i think we one may not go blindly and make a choice uh, of uh, either work from home or work from anywhere or work from i think it is depends entirely on the business context there are certain businesses where certain work where i think people need to uh, get together interact with each other and so on. Mm. i think in any business you will have to decide in our business whenever a hr person looks at it Uh, what is the minimum frequency that you need where you can get people to be together and so on mm. i think there is there there is a lot of research orientation that is required mm. and these are not going to be forever solutions mm. you will have to keep on discovering this mm. once you have discovered that of course your question is more focused on how do you make work from home or work from anywhere much more enjoyable mm. i think uh, there are limits to uh, limits to working from Oh. Hmm. Uh, in the sense that uh, if you are not personally in touch with each other don't see each other's face and things like that hmm. and it becomes a part of your life i have a feeling that there are going to be a lot of disadvantages coming out of it hmm. therefore i think you should decide the frequency and i think hr guys are very good in coming up with innovative ideas hmm. but unfortunately some of these innovative ideas are becoming only limited to picnics hmm. get together social right. i think that you no know, it should be around work Mm. Be around work, make the committees work better. Mm. Have fun. I'm not saying that you don't have to have fun. Mm. So my one line answer to your question is: continuous research is required. Definitely. What works, when, how long, and uh, always monotony is bad. Mm. So even in hybrid work culture, very unfortunate thing is I happen to teach in a couple of uh, big institutions. online during the pandemic time mm-hmm. and i think uh, in, at least in one or two of the institutions i found students very reluctant to even show their uh, uh, face whether mm-hmm. you teams or zoom call they okay. say no no we, i don't have the bandwidth i uh-huh. said i can't as a teacher i can't teach unless i see your face i want to see recognized yeah. so the zoom is a good opportunity i can see this uh, mm-hmm. is at a time or 25 pages at a time but i want to know how whether i am making sense or not and things of that kind mm. so i think a lot of work is required uh, do not conclude i think a hybrid work uh, culture is coming to stay mm. but the what is the percentage of uh, interactions what is, which departments which are the ones you need a hell of a lot of flexibility in correct 
so my session will be you need to be constantly doing research mm. don't just adopt a solution which works in uh, europe or us or mm. anywhere i think indians are uh, indians prefer actual physical contact seeing Correct. each other shaking Correct. hands and so on so i think you should be very sensitive to these cultures and my last question ji sir and this is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation given the vast experience you have of dealing with so many generations of uh, corporate professionals what would you say are three lessons for a lot of young individuals who are beginning to enter the corporate world now well i think the number one lesson is that uh, we are all born with unlimited potential correct and it is the context in which we put ourselves that decides how much we can discover about our talent correct my advice number one advice will be keep experimenting keep mm. changing the context do not feel shy correct somebody wants to rotate you in a job don't say no 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 i am i'm born to be only in this function mm. please mm. i think give yourself because you may be unknowingly denying mm. either it is a rotation of a place rotation of a job and so on mm. so create hell of a lot of learning opportunities for mm. yourself mm. be outgoing this is number one Mm-hmm. um number two i think uh, besides you are first one will tell you your resources of your own learning mm-hmm. today the sources of learning have gone up mm-hmm. phenomenal amount of sources mm-hmm. i think you read a newspaper it's a source of learning you watch a cinema it's a source of learning Correct. youtube is a source of twitter i think get involved in as many sources of learning mm-hmm. but certainly i think along with this interact with people quite often we write off i think you started off very well by saying how you you are one of those you seem to value uh, experience along with age correct but sometimes we say that okay no you are outdated in your thinking mm. and i think you need to think out because all these people who have gained a hell of a lot of experience correct. they may be outdated in their thinking in a particular way but i think if you explore with them they you will discover mm. there is a lot so right. use seniors certainly Mm. as a source of learning use mm. juniors as a source of learning mm. nowadays there are many things that i learned from my grandchildren correct don't even manage i mean if i give a seven year old my grandson mm. my mm. ipad he quickly comes up with games and then he starts teaching me how to use these games as well absolutely i think it is very important to learn from correct correct so use multiple uh, sources of learning keep mm. experimenting keep mm. discovering yourself Hmm. I mean, that is what i can say uh, very interesting very very interesting <laughs> and on that note sir and your amazing lessons you know you said we are all born with unlimited potential we've got to keep experimenting to keep learning and the second you you said which is so powerful sources of learning have increased so much over the years everyone must try and find a mentor find a guide find someone who can help them to brainstorm and to be able to find their own sources of learning thank you sir for speaking to me about your own journey thank you for speaking to me about human resources at such length i mean i think i've learned a few new things from you today in our conversation thank you also for speaking to me about technology artificial intelligence and how a lot of them can be applied to the human resource function thank you again sir and thank good you. thanks a lot of stars great good job you're doing keep it up and uh, thank you thank you, thank thank you. you. 
Thank you for listening to the brand called You Video Cast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.